Welcome to Out of the Ordinary, the show that helps you grow a daily life that matters. I'm Lisa Jo Baker. And I'm Christy Purifoy. And I just have to say, I am not at all surprised that a conversation (laughs) about cleaning closets and clearing desks went so deep so fast. This is why I love our conversations, Lisa Jo. I know sometimes the best things you need again to create order in your life are just an empty parking lot and a quiet tree. (laughs) Do you want to learn more about why? Get comfy, friends. Here we go. Well, hopefully, Lisa Joe, you can tell just by looking behind me that I kept my promise, started some massive office cleaning, reorganizing, <laughs> no more wrapping paper. <laughs> I was going to say, and wow, it's behind you. Christy always used to have a day bed that I have, in fact, slept in, in her office. Now there is a very cute, is it pink, sofa behind you. Love mm-hmm. seat. It's lovely. Yeah. Yeah, a little settee, which used to be, I don't know if you would remember, but outside my office, you know, there's just sort of that big hallway with the slanty attic ceiling. Right. And we had the little settee there, but you could not, you couldn't sit in the settee because your head would bump up against the slanty ceiling. I mean, you kind of could, but you had to be so careful. And so no one ever sat there except Toby the cat. (laughs) Yeah. which is why the set D really needs a good cleaning. But anyway, (laughs) um, so yeah, I had the idea when I, so I started cleaning my office and I felt this massive block. Like I just had to stand here for a while looking at the mess and thinking, I don't know what to do. And for me, that is usually because I'm looking at things that need to be put away, but I don't know where they go because Mm. they don't have a place because things Mm. are too full or, you know, there's like deeper work that needs to be done. So I just stood in here for a long time, like this, this space is not working. Why is it not working? And I realized, you know, I've given up like three quarters of my little office space to this big day bed, which I thought would function like a big sofa. I thought like, oh, I will sit on it and lounge on it and read books on it. Sometimes I did that, but Hmm. I don't know. I mostly didn't. Um, And occasionally, like you said, it was a guest room. But then I realized, you know, that little slanty area to me looks like a cozy little book nook reading spot. So I thought, gosh, what if I move the daybed out there, bring the settee in here? That meant I have room now for an extra bookcase and table, so on and so forth. So um, I'm so lucky in my husband (laughs) because when I get these like wild, like reorganizing the the bug hits, I don't want to wait. And I have a husband who all I have to say is, hey... I pulled out the tape measure. I think this will fit. And he is on it. Like he, it was almost dinner time and he just ran down. He got his drill. Aww. He disassembled the bed. He moved it into the hall. Oh, like wow. I think, I don't know why, but we kind of share that yeah. energy we get from reorganizing. So like, bam, 15 min- minutes later, the shift was made and that's what I needed. As soon as everything got shifted around, huh. I've been so motivated to find a place for things, throw things away, you know, figure out how to use this space. So I realized, you know, I I was <laughs> I was you know admitting my shame of having this office that was such a mess I hadn't picked up but often if that's what's happening we know that there's more going on and of course mm. I'd already shared that how busy I had been but also it just was that the space wasn't set up well it wasn't functioning for me and I think the symptom of that was all this accumulation. So yeah, so and now the backdrop behind me here on Zoom looks it looks different. A little but different. I like it. 
Thanks. I'll take a pink sofa, pink settee anytime. <laughs> yeah, and I've already I've already been sitting on it. Although, like I said, I got to vacuum off that cat hair. Thank you, Toby. <laughs> uh, so has that been the main, I mean, you know, last week, that's what we talked about, kind of getting mm-hmm. the chaos of our lives back under control. Uh, the Christmas wrapping paper was an excellent uh, metaphor, but it's not a <laughs> metaphor because it's real. <laughs> marker for what that looks like. Have there been any other areas in the house or has the office been the big focus of this week? Well, you know how it is, Lisa Joe. If you start in on one area, it's connected to every other area. So starting in the office means that I have been running things out to the barn, means that I've been running things down into the kitchen, like stuff just gets shuffled all around. I've been tinkering in my bedroom. Um, because everything's connected. And as well, the timing is really good. Um, as I've shared here on the podcast, we had been in process uh, for a long time uh, with my mother-in-law building a little cottage for herself here at Maplehurst. Well, she's recently moved in, which means that um, now is the time for me to put things back in the barn that I had you know, moved out in order to make space for her. So I feel like we're doing a full, it's not even a full house shuffle. It is a full property shuffle. (laughs) Like everything is shuffling right now. And it feels like to me something that's been sort of waiting, like it's been on hold for good reasons, but it's been on hold for like three years. It feels like this has been, yeah, it's been a couple of years. So it feels like not just cleaning, not just reorganizing, but also sort of recognizing where we are in life and what's coming and what are our needs. Oh, so Lisa Joe, I also, Elsa helped me. We did a massive purge of children's books down oh, in our bookshelves. Wow. And um, so, you know, that was an emotion. Yes. That was a work of emotional labor right there. Yes. <laughs> wow. That's a big deal. Yeah. That was like me recognizing that I don't have any more children who are going to need to learn how to read. So mm. off went all the little learn to read books mm. and the Magic Treehouse series and the, you know, all those little things. Um, and basically, unless it was something I wanted, like a book I loved or a book I imagined, I imagined reading to a grandchild one right. day. It went into a box for the wow. local thrift store. So wow. <laughs> that was a lot of boxes. I'm so, so like impressed. I said, it's touching everything. It's touching everything. Wow. I mean, it is kind of the grown-up equivalent of if you give a mouse a cookie. Like it's oh, yeah. the best kind of version of that. Yes. Well, I mean, so I had all the intentions last week to do that. I said on the show, oh my goodness, I'm going to take a couple days off work. I'm going to go buy big trash bags. So I'm going to help my teenage sons clear out their room and I don't have to organize. I don't have to sort. I simply have to remove certain things and bag them up and deal with them later. Had all the plans. I took off work. I bought the trash cans. I bought the bags. I bought cleaning supplies. I came home. That was a Wednesday night. I planned to take off Thursday and Friday. Thursday, I ran into a bunch of work things that bled over to lunchtime at which point I was finally done, went inside, looked at Peter, took a big sigh and said, well, my days off have started. I guess I'm going to clean now. To which he said, but why? <laughs> why? <laughs> I was like, because Christy and I talked about it. And at the time, it sounded like a great idea. <laughs> and my wise husband looked at me and said, Lisa Joe, you have worked almost every day for a year. This is your first real day off. Do you... I understand that cleaning will lead to a lessening of what you think of as the clutter in the house, which ultimately gives you peace. But you're so tired. 
Mm-hmm. Maybe you first need to actually vacate, like vacate your life and rest. And he's like, and I, and I looked at him and I said, well, I do have that Louise Penny book that came out last August that I had pre-ordered the previous January, so 18 months ago, that I did not read when it came out in August because I was finishing my manuscript. And in December, when I was finished traveling home to South Africa, I didn't read it yet because we were so busy. And then when I got back, I had all the edits waiting for me. And now it's June. And I looked at Pete and thought, wow, I could read that book instead of clean the bedroom. And he said, I think you should do that. That's what you need to do. Chrissy, I felt almost scandalous. I took a day and a half for (laughs) actual what they call PTO, personal time off, and used it for personal, like for me. I didn't (laughs) clean anybody else's bedroom. I didn't sort their stuff. I did what I feel like was like, what you've done in your house, I feel like I did it in my brain and my soul. I moved out clutter. I moved in a comfy sofa in my head. I sat in red. And here's the interesting thing. All my kids are home. It felt to me if I stayed at home to try to do any of this resting, I would feel stressed. I would feel like I have to clean, I have to sort, I have to make somebody lunch. So I'd had like a doctor's appointment and their building is in this really cozy shaded parking lot. And I pulled into a spot and after my appointment, I just sat there hours. Then I moved to a lunch place and got like quiche. Then I moved somewhere else for coffee and kept reading. And then that evening I went and got like a massage. I mean, it was like crazy. I just kept, I checked in with Peter. I'm like, am I okay? Is it okay? And he's like, you are fine. You have permission. (laughs) Just rest. And I can honestly say that kind of spring cleaning of the internal chaos was so good because I had realized I started every work week on Mondays just counting down till Friday just thinking I'm not going to make it I'm not going to make it I'm not going to make it and I had thought that organizing my teenage boy's bedroom would make me feel less of that heaviness and exhaustion and I think it will when I get there but I there was a precursor I hadn't paid attention to. And man, I really, I really needed that. And and so I think today is an interesting conversation because I think there is an external organizing, sorting, deep cleaning and an internal one. And they're both valid. And sometimes you're not quite sure like which one you need. And I, I really, it wouldn't have occurred to me until I was getting kind of like the toddler, breakdowny, whiny, tired to Peter, holding the trash bags, getting ready to go into the <laughs> boys' room in like frustration. And he was like, This is your day. What are you doing? Like, you're going to spend your two days off just working? Like, what are you doing? Uh, so it was, it was the right choice. I'm not going to lie. Mm-hmm. I'm so glad when you texted me about that. I can't remember if it was before you started the reading marathon or after now, but I, I remember thinking, Oh my gosh. Peter Baker, so wise. Well done. <laughs> like Applause for you. Immediately I knew, oh, that was so the right choice. And I think even for myself, I'm sure I had done that. I mean, I haven't been working at the same relentless pace that you have. Um, and even since work slowed down a little bit for me, I've, I mean, I, we've talked about it. I got to go to England. I've taken, I've read a ton of books. Like I'm, um, I feel like sort of resting day by day or like carving out quiet time is something that like there are so many things I don't do well but I do that well (laughs) like I 
<laughs> I do that pretty regularly. Um, I think it's a habit, like as an introvert, that I just developed at a young age. Survival in life looks to me like regular withdrawing time, and books often help me to do that. So, honestly, like that's a part of my daily. Um, and then there's more intense seasons of it. Um, and so, even though I've been pressed more than usual lately, um, I definitely took that time for myself. I didn't jump into the office. I mean, that's that's partially why the wrapping paper lingered so long is that I didn't attack it, you know, as soon as I had a free moment. But I gave myself permission to really rest, to read, to recharge to the point where now it felt fun. It felt like, oh, good. That's what I get to do today. Um, and uh, yeah, yeah. So it's been fun. I admit there's still, there are boxes, there are bags, there are piles. Every room is not quite right. Like it's going to take time to, you know, dot the I's and cross the T's and pull things together, which I personally always like it's the finishing that is often really difficult for me. I tend to let the little bits and pieces linger. Um, but I'm determined to like press forward to get to a place where things really are um, settled and put away. Mm. And, um, and there's nothing, you know, I'll, I'll share as well. Like I have a dust allergy as do, um, as does one of my kids and there's nothing like a dust allergy to motivate you <laughs> to declutter <laughs> to the point where surfaces can be wiped and floors can be cleaned. <laughs> so <laughs> leading into the dust allergy as well over here and it feels good. It feels really good. And, um, it's like creating space to breathe literally creating space um, to do things with the kids this summer. It's creating space to dream of new projects and ideas. Um, you know, as I clear my desk, I can, I'm, I'm sort of physically clearing space for creativity and um, new opportunities. So these things, yeah, they're metaphors, but they're also, they're so connected, so interrelated that I'm not even sure it makes sense to isolate them out. Um, and maybe they go hand in hand. So it does feel like a, a hand in hand thing for me. So I, I, yeah, maybe that's, you know, the shift in this conversation is like, okay, if we're decluttering, we're making space, what, what are we making space for? Or what, mm. what other, you know, what, in, as you said, what internal things need to be decluttered and dusted as well? Um, yeah, I think now I'll have some space to consider that literally. <laughs> literally I know literally. and there's a degree of rest that comes from order and creating order and mm, having your mind kind yeah. of free-flowing while you're doing those yes. other more like yeah, physical and embodied tasks I really do get that and sometimes it's also a way of moving through anxiety and through stress so yeah I do I, maybe it's just both and huh it's not either or mm-hmm. yeah yeah uh, and and just trusting ourselves to know I think day by day and to check in like what what is needed today and to not, to give ourselves permission, like to, you know, channel the voice of Peter Baker <laughs> saying like, mm, are you sure today is the day for cleaning and heavy labor? <laughs> you know, maybe today is the day for escaping and reading the book. And um, and I feel like nothing that you have shared in the past few episodes, Lisa Joe, encapsulates more clearly for me and for our listeners how busy you have been and how hard you have worked than the fact that you held on to the new Louise Penny book for 
all these months. Like that speaks loudly. I can't. And and actually, before we're going to be able to discuss the book, you're going to need to remind me what it was about because I read it so long ago. (laughs) I know it's funny. My kids think I'm weird how long I can wait because I before I start it, like when I've bought it, I feel sad already that it's going to be over. And I really loved it. It was wonderful. And it was interesting because a lot of the themes she wrote about are ones that I've been unpacking the last year. I was so surprised to discover that. So surprised. I literally remember nothing. That's so interesting. I I mean, I'm sure as as soon as you say it, I'll be like, oh, yes, yes, that was the last one. But like in my head now is a big gamash blank. Well, it's funny because (laughs) I had actually like one of the reasons I think part of my my waiting on it is that you had texted me when you were reading it and said, hey, just a warning. It's kind of a grittier, darker oh, one. Just be prepared. Yes, and then I'd be like, yes. oh, no, I feel like I know what that's going to mean. And then it did. And it was yeah. like, hard to overcome some of that. So it was it was definitely uh, darker. Now it's coming back to me. Yeah, yeah. 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 Okay. yeah. Darker okay. So maybe we'll do, a, we'll do an episode about Gamash. I think Gamash. we'll have to at some point because <laughs> it's nearly a year now since it came out, which is crazy to me to think about. But yeah, so I think receiving, I, I almost feel like, how am I trying to say this? So part of what you did in one of your kids' rooms, what I thought about doing in mine, I think is maybe a, a big way to describe it is making space, right? Like you're trying mm-hmm. to reclaim space. And that's what it felt to me I did this past weekend with these days off. I needed to reclaim some semblance of space in my life. And there hasn't been space. There's just been work and then extra work on the weekends and then family work, you know, between teenagers and SATs and driver's license exams and college hunting. There hasn't been space. I I know it's bad when I'm like driving down the road and I get a Vox or a voice note and I'm trying to reply to a text message while I'm driving and changing lanes. And you and I'll have these, I know, I know you shouldn't do that. It's illegal. And I'll have these moments where I'm like, what am I doing? This is insane. Like, is any of this so important that I need to be doing it while driving a car? Yeah. <laughs> and I just realized there hasn't been any space. And I think that was the gift of this weekend was having space, but also physical space. Like I needed to have space away, away from my desk, away from my computer, away from other people's demands or frustrations or projects or passions. I just needed to be alone and I needed to, I think, fill up again with beauty, with things that move me, with stories of courageous, ordinary people, with good food you know <laughs> like mm-hmm, all of mm-hmm. that was incredibly helpful so much so that when i sat down at work on monday i realized oh this is what it feels like to come to work and not feel like you're gonna die like i was like <laughs> oh i can just do my work i can move through this day and it is busy and there's a lot but i don't feel like it's like a crushing boulder that's mm-hmm. landed on my chest in quite the same way and i'm so grateful for that Right. You didn't show up to your Monday morning already starved and wiped out. And um, yeah, so that's really helpful, Lisa Joe, because we've been talking a lot about rest and and we've been talking about slowing down enough for like body and soul to sort of fit back together. But this idea of, but I I see now like it's been leading us literally to this idea of making space, um, which is a little different. Like that's I feel related to rest. Um, 
it's connected, but it's not exactly the same thing. Um, and, and what does it mean then? Like we can, we can understand, I feel like pretty easily, or at least I can, what it, what it feels like, what it does, what it looks like, how to achieve creating space in my physical surroundings, in my home. I mean, I'm looking at my desk and it's getting there because I cleared a lot of stuff off, but I have a little, I have a little bit more to get through, but I'm super excited after working for a long time <laughs> um, with this desk that it like it has, it's almost like I've built these walls around me on this great <laughs> big desk and I'm now kind of shrinking and shrinking into this smaller and smaller portion of it. Um, it's, I, I can sense how good it's going to feel when I can finally clear it off. Not perfectly, because I'm going to have my tissue box. I'm going to have this bulletin board here that has all these great little inspiration images on it. I have two lamps. That was something I did because it's a great big desk. So I brought in a second lamp. So it's going to be just right. But what does it look like? What does it mean? How do I even begin to clear the desk somehow inside of myself? I mean, this too is about body and soul coming together. So what does it look like to clear the desk of your soul? Mm. Um, I don't know, but I, I think I want to do that. <laughs> I know. I know. Maybe that's what summers are for, right? Like they yeah. are the time where it's, I mean, so I have a continuing job all summer. So do you. Most people do. It's not like we're just like off for three months. But but yet the different pace, the fact that our kids are off, the fact that there's summer camps and different kinds of activities, it, it creates a mental impetus to shift in how you think and what you're doing. And so, yeah, I think I'm leaning into receiving that and and recognizing. I kept thinking about this too, that they say about pregnancy, right? Like it takes nine months to gain baby weight and the changes to your body. And it'll take just as long, sometimes longer for your body to shift again and realign with the fact that there's not a baby in you anymore. And so part of what I've been telling myself is the same thing. Like anytime you emerge from a really big project or accomplishment or maybe it was a health journey, whatever it is, a trauma that you may have gone through or a year of homeschooling, I don't know what it was for you, but you're not going to get out of it in a week if you were in it for a year. That's just a math that doesn't work, neither the soul nor the body. And so that's been helpful for me too, to just recognize it's going to take time and that's okay. I can pace myself. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's really good. Um, and I totally agree about summer. I've been so funny. It's like my kids just kind of rolled into summer like it's their due. Like, of course, here I am in summer, no biggie. And I, on the other hand, which is odd, right? Because I've had so many more summers. I keep looking at them and saying, oh my gosh, I'm so glad it's summer. <laughs> like, isn't this great? <laughs> it's summer. <laughs> and what I mean by it is we're not rushing around. Look at us just spending time together during the day. Um, look at us like lingering around the table in the evening because we, you know, we're eating outside and then everybody just kind of stays at the table and we're mm -hmm. chatting. Like mm -hmm. to me, I just keep feeling, I do, I feel this spaciousness 
um, because for all the you know reasons you mentioned, um, the weather is is good. Um, you know, early summer here where I live, especially, you know, it's not too hot yet, and um, it's so it just feels so nice. So literally, there's a spaciousness that we're inhabiting the home, but we're also inhabiting you know the the whole yard and garden. We're we're sort of spilling out into the outdoor space um, and really enjoying it because it's so comfortable. And you know, we don't do that in winter. We don't do that when it's too hot in summer. But right now, we have that space, and it feels so good to use it. Um, you know, just, you know, the time um, to, like, I've been reading A Wrinkle in Time to Elsa and just, and not just at, not just at like 8.30 p.m. when she's going to bed and I'm already so wiped out. <laughs> I can't, I, I'd struggle to like, I'm the one who says like, okay, I'm just going to read half a chapter. But instead today we read in the afternoon and it was raining outside. And um, she was the one who said like, okay, maybe we pick it up again later. <laughs> I could have kept going. Um, so just that spaciousness of this season, when the days are longer, there's more light, uh, which is such a gift. So literally, I keep using that word literally. It's kind of funny. Um, it, it, there isn't literally more time, but there is literally more daylight. Yes. So it does feel, you know, as, yes. <laughs> yes. as if there's more time. There's more time to do daylight things and enjoy being outside. And, you know, it's fun to go for a walk after dinner because it's still light. For all these reasons, I just feel it more than ever, I think, this year, the gift that it is. Um, and it is funny to me that my kids are already seem at like 10 years old, kind of jaded. Like, of course, it's summer, mom. I'm bored. And I'm at I you know. know almost 46. I'm like, oh, my gosh, it's a miracle. It's summer. We made it. It feels so good. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's oh. really good. That's really good. I think it'd be fun if you guys wanted to share with us this week, you know, what does it look like for you to reorganize your soul or your house or your pantry or your kid's bedroom or your car? Like, what, what does what does it look like for you to reclaim space? Like whether it's in your head or your soul or your bathroom. <laughs> mm-hmm, <laughs> I think it's fun mm-hmm. to get to see little glimpses of that. It's helpful for us too to know we're not alone in the sense of like not just the past year, but the past three years trying to figure out what it means in the landscape of our lives to have space again, to have some space back. Because honestly, like in proximity, we were all like, jammed in close to each other in our homes, those of us who had lots of people under our roofs and couldn't go anywhere for a year. I think in many ways, we're trying to stretch out again and see. What does that look Mm -hmm. like? Mm -hmm. You know, one thing I'm thinking about too that creating space does is that... So we talked about the Enneagram here on the podcast before, but whether it's Enneagram or some other tool that helps you understand your own temperament, your own personality, your own, let's say habits or um, ways of seeing the world that are most habitual for you, sort of the easiest lenses for you to pick up, um, whatever they are. So for for me, I know that with my temperament, Enneagram 4, um, the easiest, the most natural, um, the quickest thing for me to do is to be backwards looking. So that can look, it can look good when I'm a writer and I look back into my life and I connect the dots to tell a story that, you know, might help others. Um, it can also look not so good when I look back with shame or with a kind of nostalgia that isn't productive for the future. But um, something that happened this week is I was clearing those bookshelves with Elsa. So on the one hand, I was engaged in an activity that 
could be very emotionally triggering for me because with every book, I'm looking back into my kids' childhoods, right? Yes. Like I was yes. I was remembering, oh my gosh, Thaddeus was really into this whole World War II early reader series. Or, you know, I found all these little early reader books featuring mermaids because that's what Lily was really into, you know, when she was learning to, to read. And she's in college now. I mean, I was like, it was a way back time machine thing, um, which for me is is just emotional and often pretty sad and hard. But again, with the season of summer and the space that has opened up, and um, I, I realized that somehow there was enough soul space for me to engage in this decluttering of the bookshelves with a forward-looking perspective, which is not my go-to. That, like, to look forward in in hope, and I'll tell you what I was looking forward to, <laughs> that motivated me to clean the shelves, but to look forward is something that really I can only do if I'm in a really good, healthy place. Because if I'm if I'm my normal stress, not doing well self— I'm just going to look back. I'm going to I'm going to feel shame. I'm going to feel regret. I'm you know, it's like I'm trapped in that backward glance, but there's I've I'm more rested now. I'm there's some spaciousness. I'm looking forward. So, really why I started the book clearing is that it had recently occurred to me um that I no longer really had space on my shelves for new books that I love. And I started to realize, you know, holding on to all these early childhood books um, means I don't have space to curate a library that is is meaningful for me now or is, you know, reflective of where I am now. Um, I'm, I've limited myself because I'm holding on to all of this. And so as Elsa and I were clearing, like, I was really ruthless because I was saying like, okay, that... That book meant a lot to us then, but it is not, <laughs> like, no one is going to read that right now. So let it go, let it go, because I'm really excited about the opportunity to, like, curate a personal library that is full of books I love now, or I want to share with a friend or a family member right now. Um, and that and that kind of forward perspective is something that really I, I can only do if I'm in a place where there is space for me to pause before I respond, for me to, um, you know, just exercise some wisdom rather than just those knee-jerk reactions that we do when we're tired, when we're stressed, and we just right. sort of are falling back on ourselves. Um, so to me, like that, I hadn't even put that together till just now, but like that is an example of what can happen when we have taken the time for body and soul to sort of come back together to kind right. of create this little buffer in our lives or allow for this little buffer in our lives so that we can do things a little differently, lean into ways of living, ways of being that aren't our usual. Um, and bonus, I've got all this empty space on my shelves now. So I love it. I love it. Yep. Room for more Louise Pennies. Yes, I think more headspace and more bookshelf space are always good things. <laughs> I will yes. receive all the big grown-up books now. And just like the quiet, I will receive the quiet, whether I can get it in parking lots or in real vacation or in stolen, hijacked time. I, I will take all of it. So um, here's to those of you who are listening today who are trying to, who maybe felt tired last week at the thought of having to start cleaning or organizing. Guess what? You don't have to. Like, you can just decide if maybe that process starts inside, inside your own soul. Um, you're allowed. If you need someone to give you permission, here it is. 
That's you're right. Allowed. We give you permission. Permission granted. <laughs> Go forth and create space, friends. <laughs> Thank <laughs> you.